All right, all right, all right. You're hearing me, so that's time for Oscar Mike Radio. We are on the mission on move. Oscar Mike Radio is part of the Hoobazoo Network. That is W-H-O-O-B-A-Z-O-O. You can find out more on hoobazoo.com. All right, it is episode 112-112. It is Thursday, September 27, 2018, and we're going to start with the question of the week. And a lot of people have been asking me about the NFL this year. They're like, Travis, P-Dog, have you come back? Are you watching the Saints? Are you into the NFL? Tell me what's going on. And I'm like, well, okay, I guess I didn't know people really cared, but okay. Uh, he, look, I, I am not watching the NFL. I'm, I'm not doing it. Um, I, I have a friend of mine, a very close friend, who is a Redskins fan, and uh, we talked about this. And, and he's like, look, man, when, when Thanksgiving comes and the Skins are playing the boys, why don't you check out that game because Dak Prescott's pretty cool, even though I'm a Skins fan, and just enjoy the day and, and, and be there for Thanksgiving. I'm like, okay, I'll do that. But pretty much I don't. I, I do not have cable anymore. I cut the cord. I'm pretty happy about that. My cable bill got cut in half. Yay, winning. And I'm not in fantasy football. For the first time in over a decade, almost 16 years, uh, Buckwheat Loving is not fielding a fantasy football team. And the reality is I don't miss it. I don't, I don't miss dealing with uh, being a commissioner. I don't de- miss dealing with people who don't have their lineups in. I don't miss trying to you know, get all stat happy about everybody's doing this. I don't miss it, and, and you know, it's not that I didn't enjoy watching football. I, I really did. I, I'm really uh, love what LSU was doing this year. Go Tigers! Absolutely. If they beat Georgia and Alabama, we should be the number one in the nation. But as far as the NFL, I just can't get excited. I just cannot get excited, and, and, and it's for everything that I've stated before, as to you know, it's not just about Kaepernick kneeling. That's not it at all. I just feel that to a large extent, these individuals have forgotten what they enjoy. And, and so I, I really can't sit there and spend hours of, of my day watching, you know, professionals move a compressed, an object with uh, compressed air in it from point to point B. I just can't get excited about that. It just doesn't feel the same to me right now. And, and in the interest of being fair to my friend, and we disagree about a lot of things, he is what you would call a diehard liberal, uh, we have a lot of common ground. We are one of those rare uh, friends who can disagree about many numbers of topics, but also sit there and have uh, a good conversations and really f- understand how each other feels. And with that being said, I said, t- I'll tell you what, I, w- I will give you uh, football on Thanksgiving and, and go skins, Absolutely. But I am not watching football this year. I do not have a fantasy football team. Um, yeah, I'll check the score. It's just habit. But as far as digging in, no, I, I don't. And that will continue until I feel that uh, certain people in the NFL understand where, where people like me are coming from. And I think it's happening to a large degree because viewership overall for the NFL is going down. Now, there are a lot of reasons for that. And maybe this is a part of it, but uh, there is no question that 
viewership is going down, not up, and that's just not a good thing. Ask uh, the Oscars. So that is my question of the week, and if you have anything else to ask me, uh, email me, travisoscarmicrario.com. Hit that like button on Facebook. Stay in the know on Twitter and Instagram. I'm always posting content there. You will not be disappointed, or maybe you will. I don't know. I don't care. Now on to the word section of the week, and before uh, we get started into the word, I have a first. I have a first. I have this week, this episode, 1112, is the first episode I have. I have an in-studio guest. Yes, folks. For the first time in Oscar Mike's radio's history, I have a live studio guest. Not participating in the podcast, but actually watching the podcast being created. So would my guest say hello? Uh, so you know, say hello again a little louder. Hello. Yep, yep. That is my mom, folks, up from Louisiana, here to see yours truly. She is in town this week seeing what it's all about. And, uh, you know, wasn't quite sure about all this podcast stuff, but she's checking it out like a good mom would. Thanks, Mom, for being here and being part of the experience and show. Love you. All right. So speaking of love... And I've heard all kinds of stuff about love. Love is wonderful. Love is grand. Isn't love a mini splendored thing? Valentine's Day is coming up here. Christmas is coming up. Guys, you husbands are going to have to step up. I've got to bring the subject back. I've got to talk about Jody. That's right. You thought I forgot. You thought I wasn't going to do it. But nope. Jody is back. We're going to talk about Jody. This is part six of the Jody series. And in the Marine Corps, Jody is that uh, man who, uh, I wouldn't call him a man. He's that uh, worthless bag of air who is taking care of your wife or girlfriend while you're on a ship somewhere or deployed overseas. You know, you get back and your children are calling some other guy, daddy. Or, you know, you call on the phone from the payphone or from your cell phone. You know, where's mommy at? And she's upstairs praying with Uncle Robbie. And you're like, I didn't know my wife was a Christian. Uncle Robbie, I, shoot, what? What? Yep. We're going to talk about Jody. But this time, it's almost like we need to talk about Jody in a reverse way. And I've got two examples of this. And look, people, I've gotten a, some hate. I've gotten a lot of hate about this. Some some females and some some guys have not been happy with some of the things I've said about people, particularly you know married women or committed girlfriends or fiancés. But uh, they're misbehaving. I call you out. But this is different. I have two examples I'm going to try to cover in our podcast where senior enlisted had affairs with Marines they served with, or in this case, the first one is Army, the second one's Marine Corps, but in both cases, they were senior enlisted or or senior to the the, uh, other guy, had an affair in their unit, got caught and kicked out. 
And it's all true. It's all true. It, it, it all happened. It's, it's right there. And, and to me, in, in, in a way, it, it's, it's not really Jody, but it is in a reverse kind of way because uh, these people decide to have an affair, which is bad. It's never a good thing. It's, it's the coward's way out. I'm just going to say that right there. If, if you think you can change my mind, go ahead and try. But they, they didn't do it with a civilian. They did it inside their unit, which is really heinous. So we have some fraternization issues in there as well, but let's just stick to the aspect where you are a military wife, your husband goes off to serve, there are females on the ship or in his unit, and you find out later that he had an affair with one of those females. I mean, isn't that kind of like a, a Jody? I think it is. I'm going to call it the reverse Jody syndrome, and we're going to get right to it right now. And my first story comes from the Army Times, and uh, it's it's right here. It, it, it's it's not I'm not making this up, and that's the important thing, folks. If you go back and listen to my prior episodes, whatever I've talked about in reference to Jody, I have actual stories, and the links to all those podcasts will be in this podcast blog post. Check it out on OscarMikeRadio.com. I'll have. Um, all over the place. Make sure you hit that uh, follow button. But it's there. This is this is real stuff. So on September 5th, this is recently, this is this month, the Army Times reports um, that a horny bastard, open and close quote, first sergeant had an affair with a female infantry private. Okay? Um... Look, this has been debated for a long time, what would happen to unit discipline if females were allowed to serve in infantry units with uh, males. You have you know, a, a, a units that are 100% male with one or two females in it, and, and, and proponents would say nothing's going to go wrong. Uh, these people haven't been around. And this is the first reported case that I found about this. And the article goes on to say that Sergeant First Class Chase Usher, who was serving as a top non-commissioned officer of B Company 2nd Battalion, the 505th Parachute Infantry Regiment, 3rd Brigade Combat Team, was removed from his position of leading soldiers for having an affair. They don't really go into what happened to the private um, guesstimation here, and I, and I hate assumption, but I'd have to say that her, her time in the military is going to be challenging at best. That, uh, it, you know, Army's a big place, but it's a small community, uh, and it's going to get around what kind uh, of what happened with that. But the fact of the matter is, you know, uh, a first sergeant, for people that don't know, is in, in a lot of units, right up there with the sergeant major, is, is the top dog. He is the administrative head of that unit. He handles everything from, from, from pay to, to sick calls to uh, promotions, discipline, primarily discipline. Uh, you know, I had a very candid conversation with the first sergeant one time. I was in the Marine Corps. He's like, look, Partington. I spend 80% of my time dealing with 20%. There's a reason why I hate all you, you all. Uh, I just spend a lot of time dealing with 
problems from from guys who are doing the wrong thing, making the wrong choices. And unfortunately, I can't spend the kind of time I'd like to with the uh, people who are doing the right thing. So that, that is to say that a first sergeant has a lot of power, a lot of influence on an individual's life or a unit's life. You need a first sergeant and a good one to maintain that unit's uh, combat readiness from an administrative standpoint. It, it, it has to happen. So um, basically what happened in the 82nd Airborne, it, very recently they have allowed more, more women to serve. This was an example of a woman serving with this unit, and you know he uh, he decided he took him to this private. So the average first sergeant is between 35 and 40 years old. If she's a female private, she could be anywhere between 18 and 23 years old. the The opportunity is there. The attraction is certainly there. You know, you're talking about a young woman who's very fit in the prime of her life. Uh, it's a lot of temptation, and um, you know, uh, he didn't have any favoritism. They, they questioned everybody, and, you know, he, uh, he, 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 was, he was a good first sergeant. However, it was, uh, it was pretty obvious. Uh, quote, he didn't foster a hostile environment to females at work, but he was a horny bastard, emphasis added, when it came to his personal life, one soldier said in a sworn statement. He often preached to us to look out for females in our ranks and not get in trouble with them and not to have relationships with them. All the while, he was doing all of this. And uh, it's, it's right there. And, and again, people ask me how my time in Marine Corps was. Look, uh, I went in right after Tailhook. And I had drill instructors and, and sergeants in MCT and, and NCOs say that, look, do not date, fraternize, or really socialize that heavily with female Marines. It's not a good mix. If you have to, treat a female Marine like your sister, and you'll probably be okay. Otherwise, don't get involved. And, and there's a reason they said that, and that's, that's kind of how I believe and do it. But to sit there as a, um, as a first sergeant and do this, there's one argument that says, hey, look, this is this has happened in his personal life, maybe outside of business hours. What's the big deal? Well, it's a big deal because it's against the rules. It's against the UCMJ. You, as a senior enlisted officer or, or, or officer, um, are not supposed to have any kind of uh, relationships like this with junior enlisted or junior officers, period. It's right there. And believe it or not, the, the UCMJ has provisions. I'll list them in the blog post against adultery. It's one of the few places in this country where the, if, 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 if you are married to another military person and you commit adultery or you commit adultery uh, on, on duty, in other words, you are on duty and you're carrying on an affair with somebody else, could be a civilian while you're on duty, you can be reprimanded and have the full force of the UCMJ thrown at you. My, my, my case study for this is what happened to General Petraeus. When it was found out he was having an affair with that uh, person, that civilian, he was uh, punished kind of severely. And I think the problem I have here with this first sergeant is, you know, he's doing this. But uh, 
he clearly went against his own word. He's telling his troops that you're not supposed to do this, to be mindful of females in your unit. But the same token, he is having an affair while married with a private. And it's just, I, I don't think the military reacted heavily handed to this. They just did what they had to do. You, you, you do, uh, you make stupid choices, you're going to win stupid prizes. And, and this is a case of this. And I'll have the, the link to the uh, story in, in the blog post. You can read all about it. This is not me making it up. And I'm not even really mad at the uh, private involved in this. I, I mean, I, I don't think she's exactly innocent. At this stage, you know what's right and wrong. You know that having an affair with a married man is wrong. You did it anyway. You deserve whatever's coming to you. But I put this squarely on the reverse Jody. The, the, the Jody in this case is First Sergeant Chase Usher, who had this affair while on duty. And uh, he got hit pretty hard. So part two of this, and I had the, 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 the good fortune, I don't know if that's the right term for this, not three days later because that article in the Army Times came out on September 9th. On September 12th, they have an article in the uh, Task and Purpose about the uh, Marine Corps. And the article will be in the blog post as well. And it goes on to say that the pioneering female infantry Marine kicked out of the Marine Corps for fraternization. The Marine Corps has been extremely resistant to having females in full uh, infantry units. They have done a lot of research to back up their uh, case as to why that shouldn't be. I got yelled at a lot by my uh, WMs about this. And I'm like, there are YouTube clips. I'll have some of those in the blog post where you have females getting into... Uh, controlled environments it was a marine captain and like a like a pfc over in kuwait they had her in a boxing ring and you know it was her versus him and without even expending a lot of effort this this male marine put her right down and, and there's several cases of that and and and, and there is a there's a, a strength disparity now you can argue that it doesn't take a lot of strength to fire a, a weapon but when you need to carry ammo or a wounded soldier or need to go hand-to-hand -hand with somebody, you versus them, I'm just going to ask you mothers out there, I mean, who do you want that check against your son's life written with? A 110-pound female or a 180-pound male who's in good shape? They're both in great shape. Who do you want your son's life to be, uh, you know, cast that check against? Just saying. Uh, I have no problem with uh, female Marines serving. I know quite a few of them. They serve with distinction. They serve with pride. I was very happy to serve with them. Um, no problem with their contributions. And certainly I feel they deserve the respect uh, given to them because they graduated boot camp and became full Marines. I just, I have to speak out about this. But that being said is, let's talk about the actual case here. The Marine Corps kicked her out for fraternization. And once again, the pundits came out and said, oh, no, you're being too hard. You're being too hard on her. Well, Task of Purpose reports that she admitted to having a romantic relationship with a Marine under her command, whom she later married. She was a sergeant and reduced a corporal and will be kicked out. And she negotiated uh, her discharge, so she uh, avoids court-martial. 
But here's what she was going to uh, be court-martialed on. Uh, court-martialed on fraternization. That is, again, a senior-level uh, person uh, mixing it up with a uh, junior person. Adultery. It's a good way to start a marriage, by the way. And accessory to larceny, which is uh, petty theft. And people were defending this woman, saying that the Marine Corps came down too hard on her. Uh, I don't get it. Uh, she she had uh, agreed to plead guilty for non-judicial punishment and waived her right to administrative separation board. She since agreed to plead guilty at NJP, and the administrative separation process is currently pending final action. And she was one of the first three females to join the infantry in the Marine Corps. And she joined the 1st Battalion, uh, 8th Marines in January 2017. Um, say that again. She joined the 1st Battalion, 8th Marines in January 2017, according to the New York Times. And uh, she clearly admitted the biggest mistakes she made were uh, her personal relationships, and she just won out. And a lot of reasons that she did what she did, she got caught having an affair, she got caught fraternization, she got caught stealing, you know, it's easier to take the other than honorable or discharge and separate that way than to go to trial and take the harsher punishment. And again, I heard all this is because she's a woman. It's because she's a woman and the Marines hate women. They hate women that she wants to do this. I'm like, no, it's not this. What about this first sergeant who's getting, you know, punished and kicked out because of his affair with a private? I didn't hear anybody say anything about him being a man. She broke the rules. She broke the rules. Okay. And, and at the core of this issue, you have to understand, for those of you who don't serve in the military and those of you who did serve, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. The whole fraternization concept comes from the fact that you are in a position of authority over somebody that you're having a relationship with that is not in the bounds of a, of a, of a boss, employee, that's just being the vernacular here, aspect. You know, what if you have to order that person to their death in order to save the unit? What if you don't order that person to their death and your entire unit gets killed? What if you look the other way when that person is doing something wrong because you're having an illicit affair with them? What does that do when it gets out and it does get out and around that you're having an affair with a junior person and there's favoritism charges leveled? It's not good unit discipline. This is why the military operates differently than, say, your um, day-to-day business. Most businesses have no problem with people getting married or having relationships in different departments. They don't really like, they don't really like it, but they'll tolerate it. I think the Me Too movement is going to change some of that. I, I have been advised in this current uh, environment not do not have a relationship with anybody at work, even if they're in a different department. Just don't. But I wanted to highlight these two stories, and I think it is under the aspect of Jody because, again, she was accused of adultery. Didn't really go into detail about that, but, again, two, two women who weren't in the military 
are going through the process of divorce right now because their husbands had an affair with people they served with. And I have been talking about Joy from the, the position that the affair happens to them when they go deploy overseas. And this is kind of a unique situation where it affects people on both sides of the coin. But regardless, it's not right. It's not right. It's not cool. And the military uh, is demonstrating that good conduct is still expected. And when applicable, they will uh, absolutely drop the hammer on you. And she got off easy. She didn't have to go to trial over this. Would have been a very different outcome. She got to, to administratively separate. Easy for her. Easy for the Marine Corps. I mean, she, she knew she was bagged. She, she admitted that she had the affair. There's nothing to contest here. And she left. So, again, I'm going to have this all in my blog post. You'll be able to read about it. You'll be able to go to the links to the stories. You'll be able to go to the links of the prior uh, Jody episodes. Uh, I've been asked to do one about General Petraeus and why that was such a big deal about the affair. Not really a Jody episode in the strictest sense of the term, but it will demonstrate that, again, um, they take certain things seriously. So uh, more to come. And again, if you're in a situation where you're serving the military or have served in the military and you're going through a divorce because of an affair, going through a divorce and dealing with child custody issues and you feel frustrated, you feel like you can't get any headway, reach out to me. Uh, I'll either try to answer your question or get you in contact with somebody that can. As my good friend Jim Tuff says, who has the cool Jim Tuff videos, you're on the abyss, you're looking into that abyss, you're staring into the blackness, but there is light. We're here to help, okay? So that is my word of the week. That's kind of how I'm going to rant about this. Jody is bad. Reverse Jody is even worse. And uh, we're going to talk about something else now. And that something else is going to be some cool upcoming events in Boston for Veterans Day. And I uh, just kind of want to keep it local. Uh, Veterans Day is November 11th this year. That's a Sunday. But places are going to be doing all kinds of stuff on um, that Saturday. And uh, there's going to be two Veterans Day parades in Boston this year. And uh, a special harbor cruise to Fort Warren to explore Boston's military history. It's also the 100-year anniversary of World War I. And I just want to take the remainder of this episode is starting in uh, October through November, I'm going to do World War I-centric podcast. So my first one will be next week. It's going to be a book review that I've been reading called I Deep in Hell, which will change your entire perspective about what our grandfathers and great-grandfathers went through during World War I if they served in the trenches, especially uh, German, French, and British forces who primarily were the bulk of uh, trench warfare. A really brutal book to read, brutally honest, just difficult, inhumane conditions that, that these men served in uh, during that time. So uh, that is a wrap. We're ra wrapping this down. Uh, can't wait to be with you in the future. Got a lot of good things coming up. Uh, this is what I'm about in, in terms of you know what we're trying to do here. 
If you have a story, want to talk to me, reach out. If you have somebody who needs some help, again, there's all kinds of help now that that I I know about and people I can help you out with. Definitely want to see you make the correct choice instead of, um, you know, checking out and becoming vapor in this life. So that's it for this one. Uh, Thanks to my mom for being in studio this week. Appreciate it very much. And I will see you all later. Omar is here. Edit that out. This is Omar, and we are out.